Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. Today is the 8th of September 2022. We'll be covering a comparison between different parallel processing chains, an aftermath analysis on the tornado cash event, and an identity crisis in Web3 social. Let's get to it. On September the 7th, crypto researcher and investor Mohamed Fodou published an article titled "The Case for Parallel Processing Chains." Some of the prominent projects adopting parallel execution philosophy are Aptos, Soy, Lineara, and Fuel. This article discusses the similarities and differences between these projects and the challenges that face them. A major limiting characteristic of the EVM is sequential execution of transactions. The EVM essentially executes a single transaction at a time, places all the other transactions on hold until the execution of the transaction is finished, and the blockchain state is updated. The fundamental limitation in the EVM structure has set the stage for a new realm of layer ones that focuses on parallel execution. Parallelism allows the division of transaction processing between multiple processor cores. Improving hardware utilization, which enables better scalability. In high-throughput chains, increasing hardware resources directly correlates to the number of transactions that can be executed. During high-chain activity, the validator nodes can commission more cores to process the additional transaction load. The dynamic scaling for computing resources allows the network to achieve increased throughput at periods of high demand, significantly improving the user experience. The other advantage of this approach is improved transaction confirmation latency. Dynamic scaling of node resources makes it possible to confirm transactions with low latency for all possible network loads. Parallel execution engines are promising solutions to improve the throughput of smart contract platforms. Combined with innovation on the consensus mechanism, parallel execution of transactions can lead to change with throughput approaching or exceeding 100,000 transactions per second. Such performance that rivals Visa and Mastercard can enable several use cases that are challenging today, such as fully on-chain games and decentralized micropayments. These impressive throughput improvements don't come without challenges on how to ensure decentralization. At Alliance, we're looking forward to supporting founders working on solving these problems and founders building innovative applications that benefit from these advancements. On September the seventh, Hall Ventures published an article titled "Tornado Cash: What Web3 Needs to Know" to discuss the impact of Tornado on Web3. First, this involves several unsettled areas of law that will take many years to shake out, and even then, the vehicles that wind its way through the court system will not necessarily be of the crypto community's choosing. It will likely be the government who chooses the vehicle and the facts. And as a former judge, I worked for was fond of saying. Bad facts make bad law. Second, if you're building privacy-preserving tech in crypto, it's worth familiarizing yourself with several other relevant aspects of the law aside from hanging your hat on one amendment related to speech. Third, speaking of laws, Tornado Cash is yet another reminder that we're going to need new rules for bleeding-edge technologies. For a long while, the crypto community has focused on the executive branch and agencies. However, in this next chapter, the other two branches of government—the legislative and the judiciary—will feature prominently.
On the legislative side, if you are a developer, a founder, or someone who cares about Web3 and products that protect privacy for the average person, it is important to engage in the process and make your voice heard. As we saw with the infrastructure bill, the crypto community can have an impact on these outcomes. For the judiciary, it means that the industry has to turn up its efforts with more thought leadership that reaches a different sort of audience including legal academics through scholarship, contributing to journals, filling amicus briefs, and much more. And finally, we've been talking about this from a US-centric point of view. We know that Web3 is a global community. However, the United States has historically played a leading role in setting policy and creating laws that many jurisdictions around the world will look to as a model. These are serious issues. They will require serious leadership. Many of the founders we have backed have chosen to work in Web3 precisely because they understand the need for digital systems that can broaden access to innovation while protecting user privacy. On August the 23rd, Lin Chen Jian Liu, a researcher from Fundamental Lab, published a research report titled Web3 Social, a booming space with an identity crisis. The following is a summary of the main points of the report. Existing Web2 social networking platform causes issues like data and security breaches, manipulation of public opinion, and relaying false information. Digital assets created according to the interoperable standards on public blockchains are portable and transferable, so user history is not stuck on a particular platform. A core philosophical principle of Web3 is that there are more ways to provide value to an ecosystem than through capital. Value should be able to be earned, not just purchased. Open social stack includes data infrastructure, which includes decentralized storage and data layer, middleware, which includes digital identity and social graph, and lastly, social applications. Social networking platforms often face the cold start problem. With the open social stack, new platforms can leverage middleware to develop products and rapidly test product market fit. The most important problem that needs to be solved for decentralized social is the decentralized storage of dynamic data. Protocols like Ceramic Network and Tableland are tackling this challenge. Every social network depends on the social graph. Leading protocols building an open social graph with strong ecosystems are Lens Protocol and CyberConnect. The challenges that Web3 account and identities face are because of the definition of wallet, account, and identity in Web3 is not clearly defined and the implementation of digital identity projects often mix these three concepts. There should be an identity architecture to help users to access Web3 applications. Identity architecture includes identities to use in different scenarios, whether it's public identity, proxy identity, and master identity. Challenges we see are 1. Financial incentive-driven socialization. 2. Data composability is not as easy as we thought. And thirdly, poor user experience leading to a small user base. Fourth, not solving pain points and creating value for users. Web3 Social can only succeed if the existing address-based identity can shift to individual-based identity and focus not only on contractual status, which shows the assets that addresses hold, but also on relational status, the social status that a person acquires through relationships with other people. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account Bishing Ventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.